Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. Hello and welcome to the first podcast episode. Uh, This is Colby Wood, your host, and this is the Medical Sales Certification Program podcast. This is our inaugural episode, so pretty excited about that. Um, You know, uh, it's something I've been thinking about doing for a while and just didn't have the right focus, didn't have the right uh, structure in place for what I wanted this podcast to be. And how I really thought that I'd be able to add value to you and the listeners of this podcast. And so, um, but here we are on the first episode. Um, I want to give you a little background about myself and kind of how I got to this point. Uh, Hopefully it'll be beneficial for you to hear that as well. Um, You know, because ultimately what what I want you to get out of this this podcast is... I want to be able to share my experience, my skill sets, and my the knowledge that I've accumulated over the last uh, six to seven years in medical device sales. I want to share that with you guys so that if you're somebody uh, that wants to get into medical sales and you know is struggling to find the avenue in, or maybe you're somebody that is considering a switch into medical sales, um, now I want to be a resource for you, an avenue for you to get that information that you need, that you want. Um, because we're in a very competitive market. There's a lot of people that want to do this. You know, medical sales is the big leagues. Uh, not that there aren't other legit good sales jobs out there, but medical sales is definitely, you know, right at the top. And, um, it's not easy to get into medical sales. There's a lot of people that, that want to do it. So there's high competition and that's only growing. So, you know, I hope that with this, with this podcast, that you'll be able to take some um, some knowledge, some tips, some things back into your day-to-day life to help you get better at sales, really in any sales role or any sales capacity. And more so and more specifically, if you're somebody that wants to get into medical sales, that I can give you some tips and tools and techniques and, uh, and share my experience with you such that you be able to it would make you a better candidate, a stronger candidate for, for getting a job in the future. So that's what I hope. Um, and, and kind of, we'll see how this goes. So, uh, a little bit, a little background on myself. I am, uh, I just turned 30 years old a few weeks back. Um, I was born and raised in Portland, Oregon, born in Portland, Oregon, I should say. I grew up in Michigan. I moved to Michigan in third grade. And so Michigan's home for me, Southwest Michigan, two stoplight town, you know, pretty hillbilly town, uh, Berrien Springs, Michigan. So I did uh, middle school, high school in Berrien Springs. Um, Was fortunate enough to to be pretty good at baseball. So I uh, I got a scholarship to play play baseball at the University of Michigan. So I did um, I I actually did five years of school there. I had a I had a red shirt my fourth year senior year. I had shoulder surgery came back for a fifth year and um 
So I graduated in 2012 and, uh, and I got into medical sales right out of college. You know, my undergrad was pre-med, pre-PT uh, in the School of Kinesiology. So my undergraduate is a bachelor's of science in movement science. And the majority of the people in my class <clears throat> were pre-med or pre-PT uh, physical therapy students. And, um, and so that was, that was kind of my undergraduate training. Um, have an anatomy and physiology background through that, but came out of college with no sales experience, no real idea what I wanted to do with my life. Um, baseball kind of up to that point had been my career. And I had a buddy who graduated a year or two ahead of me and he worked for a company called Stryker. And what he told me is, uh, he was in the same undergraduate program that I was in. He's like, you should get into medical sales. And so, you know, I <laughs> candidly didn't know really what I wanted to do with my life. So I figured, sure, you know, I'll try to do this and I'll, I'll, I'll do medical sales until I figure out what I actually want to do with my career. Cause real, real people don't, don't take sales roles. Sales roles are for those people that can't get a real job. You know, that, that was my take on it. That was my thought. And, uh, <laughs> looking back, quite ignorant, highly ignorant on that. You know, my parents were, they were not big on, um, you know, we didn't discuss long-term career. We didn't discuss money and finances and, um, we, you know, we just didn't have those conversations growing up and, or if we did, they didn't res resonate with me to the, to the level of me remembering them. And so, you know, I came out of college not knowing what I wanted to do was lucky enough and fortunate enough to get a job in medical sales right out of college. I started working for a company called Arthrex. Um, little did I know at the time, cause they, when I started with them, they had a website that was, uh, extremely outdated. You know, the aspect ratio, when you pull it up on a desktop computer or a laptop computer, the aspect ratio was all off. It didn't even fit the entire screen. And so I, I took this job with Arthrex thinking that, uh, they were some random knockoff company. And then hopefully I'd get a job with a legit company, you know, one of the ones that I, that I had heard of. Um, but in reality, then I, then I realized that Arthrex was the, uh, number one sports medicine company in the world. <laughs> and it, it certainly did not seem that way from the, uh, the original website that they had. Um, since then, if you were to check out their website, they've updated it and they're, they're the market leader, I would say, in uh, in web in their website tool, um, and they really do use it as a tool. But anyway, I, I started with them, so I worked for them for the majority of my career thus far. Uh, a couple of years back, I took a different role uh, with the company I'm at right now, um, vice president of sales with Obility in Chicago, Illinois, and so um, no longer with Arthrex, but had a great experience with them. Um, I was able to learn a lot. So with in the Arthrex umbrella, they're in the orthopedic space. The bread and butter is sports medicine, but they have total joints. They have power. They have trauma products. They have extremity products. They have capital products. And really what I was, what I was able to learn while during my time at Arthrex, I was able to understand and learn a lot about a lot of different things. So not only do you have to be skilled in knowing your sports medicine products, but then you're going to be in the room with a, with a surgeon that also does total joints. And so you've got to be able to have a conversation about a suture anchor for rotator cuff repair, but then also be able to flip that conversation and have a conversation about, you know, reverse shoulder arthroplasty 
or have a conversation about a bimal or trimal fracture, ankle fracture, or have a conversation about capital equipment. So, you know, there was, it prepared me well, or it has prepared me well thus far in my career because it, it was, it was unique that I was exposed to sell all those different products. You know, the, the big companies that are out there, the Stryker, the J and J, the Zimmer Biomets, those types of companies, they, they silo out the different product lines that they have. And so you've got a, you've got a rep that just sells the total joints, or you've got a rep that just sells the sports medicine or just the trauma products. And ultimately that's probably where Arthrex is going to have to go. I mean, at some point you need dedicated represent representatives and personnel in each one of the product categories. But, um, for the time being, they've in the majority of places throughout the country, they've got one rep or multiple reps, but they're selling the entire bag, meaning that they're selling all the products, all the products in there. So really it gave me a good background on, and it forced me to learn so much about what we do in this job, what is involved in orthopedics. And, um, it was a great kind of jumping off point for my career. Um, so that kind of brings us to today. Um, you know, what I, what I want to do is find a way to add value to the people that are out there. You know, if you're listening to this and, and you're somebody that wants to, wants to get into medical sales and, you know, you haven't gotten lucky on, you know, right, wrong, or different. You haven't gotten lucky like I did. And you're looking for your, to get your foot in the door. Um, you know, in my experience, there aren't a lot of avenues out there or options out there for you. And I've had, you know, countless people reach out to me and ask me, how do I get into medical sales? Or, you know, I don't have a sales background, but can I get a job in medical sales? And it feels like every week somebody's reaching out to me about that. Um, may not be every week, maybe every other week, but it's very frequently that I get that question. And so what I wanted to do is be able to share my experience with you guys. Um, you know, I didn't, I was not raised in a high income household. You know, we were, we were very poor growing up and I'm, I'm blessed and I'm thankful that I was able to find the medical device industry to really give me an opportunity to, to pull myself out of kind of the low income trap candidly. Um, this has given me, you know, an opportunity to grow my income far beyond what I thought I could ever do. And in a very relatively short period of time. And it's, you know, it's a great rewarding, fulfilling career. And it, it's, you get rewarded in this career based on your work ethic, based on being good at what you do. And, you know, there's not a whole lot of careers out there where, um, where you can say that. And so I, you know, I, I want to be an advocate for you and help you guys get get those jobs and get into the industry if that's what you want to do. Um, you know, in what, what I would first and foremost ask you and to think about is what do you want your career to look like long-term and what are the skill sets or the abilities or the career options that are going to be worth investing in long-term? And I, I mean that very literally you're going to be working in your career from 22 to, to 65, let's say, right? And those numbers probably are not 100% accurate for you. They're going to change, but let's just call it that 22 to 65. What are you 
what are you going to do long term? What are you going to invest in as far as a career that's going to be that's going to reward you both short term and long term? Because for sure, technology, technology throughout all of history has always replaced jobs. It always has. You go back to the horse and buggy, you go farther back, you go to, you know, when human beings and uh, horses or cattle would plow fields. As technology develops, jobs go away and jobs appear in other places, right? Uh, As jobs are removed in one sector, they appear in another sector. So what I would ask you is first and foremost, think about the jobs that are going to be available to you long-term. What are you going to be able to do five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years down the road that you could do right now as well? You know, if you're in, I don't know, IT, or if you're in HR, or if you're in whatever industry you're currently in, or you're thinking about going into, what I would ask you to consider is that there are certain industries, certain skill sets that will never be replaced by technology. There are certain jobs and certain roles that every company for all time is going to need. And in my mind, those two things are sales and marketing. You're always going to need somebody to sell, sell your product and you're always going to need somebody to market your product because ultimately every business exists on the back of them being able to sell a product or service. And so if you're thinking about long-term careers, one of the things you should think about, or I would urge you to think about is a career in sales. And it doesn't have to be medical sales. I think medical sales is interesting. There's a certain level of curiosity and interest that I have being in a medical device world. There's a lot of sales careers that are out there and those are good too. But I would, I would think long and hard about, do you want the sales career to be your long-term career? Cause that's never going to go away. You know, companies 20 years from now are still going to be out there in the marketplace looking for the best salespeople. And, you know, it, in some ways I chuckle to myself when I, when I see that companies are or are not hiring. And from my perspective, certainly being on both sides of the coin, either, you know, trying to get a job in sales or also hiring in sales. Companies are always open for hiring great salespeople. We're always looking for great salespeople. Regardless of what our website tells you, regardless of what you ask somebody in the company, oh, we're not hiring right now, we're on a hiring freeze. Companies are always looking for great salespeople to move product, to build the business, to grow the business. So if you're somebody that's thinking like, what am I gonna invest in long-term? In my, in my eyes, in my mind, there's no greater skill set that you can develop long-term than your ability to sell products and services to people that you don't know. It is a very unique skill set to be able to walk into somebody else's door, go knock on somebody's door that you don't know, walk in and talk to them about how and why your product or service could help them. That is a unique skill set that not a lot of people have, number one, and number two, not a lot of people are good at. And I know if you can get good at that, if you can develop your skill set of being able to sell products and services to people that you don't know to go out and develop and build relationships and rapport with with customers that you didn't previously have that is an extremely valuable asset that is an extremely valuable skill set that people will pay a lot of money for 
And so, you know, in this first episode for you guys, what I want you to really think about is what do you want your career to look like long-term? I would say don't invest your time and your effort in a career path or in a skill set that's not going to be transferable 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. Only put your time and your effort into something that you know is going to be there forever. People are always going to need salespeople. Companies are always going to need salespeople. And if you can get great at it, you can make a great living doing it as well. So not only will you always have access to it, not only will you always have a job if you can sell, you're going to be paid well for it. Okay. Um, So I hope that you guys spend a little bit of time thinking about that. Take that to heart. Think about what you want your career to look like long term. You know, if, if you're somebody that has a negative connotation about sales, that's, that's not an issue with sales or salespeople. That's an internal issue that you've got to be able to get over. You know, there's a reason that salespeople do well financially and make a lot of money when they're good. It's a supply and demand issue. There's not, there's a lot less people that want to go knock on doors and get great at it than want to sit behind a computer or don't want to make that interaction with people they don't know because it's uncomfortable. And so I would ask you guys to think about that. What do you want your career to look like long-term and what are you going to invest in so that five, 10, 15, 20 years down the road, that investment is still paying dividends for you long-term. All right. Um, So thanks for listening to this first podcast. I hope it was helpful for you. I hope that I can share over the coming weeks, months, and years uh, my skill sets, my experience, my knowledge, so that you guys can get better at your jobs or you guys can start developing the skill sets that'll get you the job you want specifically in medical device sales, all right? Um, Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.